Hello, hello, welcome back. Oh my god, we're back. Are you excited? I'm excited. Back to the Frost Buddy podcast. And what time is it right now? It is 10 p.m., but you know what? I had a full day of work on Monday today, so here we are. We're finally getting back to it and getting a little podcast episode in. So excited to be here. I have a question. And so if you if you haven't been here before, if you haven't heard from me, don't know who the heck I am, then I'll give you a little rundown. So I'm Brock Moser, founder of co-founder, sorry, Mitch, co-founder of Frost Buddy. And basically we've made the world's first universal can cooler. We are in the innovative drinkware space. And if you're on YouTube or TikTok, as you can see behind me, these are all our products. And pretty much we went zero to eight figures in literally like two years. So scaled very fast. So, you know, that's my credibility, I guess, my claim to fame. And so I just, you know, talk about either A, Frost Buddy stories, might tell you some personal experiences, business experiences, B, maybe just some motivation or inspiration, you know, very big into fitness and different things like that. Or C would be the more technical side. So tips for entrepreneurs or founders or marketers. I'm big into content and the content space, TikTok, um, or just anything that could help, you know, an entrepreneur that was maybe in my shoes about what, two years ago when I knew absolutely nothing. So that's, if you're new to the show, that's what I do. That's how we go. And so we're going to roll on with a question that is more frost buddy story related. And, you know, people ask this one a lot. I haven't really talked about it too much because it's not that exciting, I guess, to me, maybe some people find it very interesting, but they're always like, Brock, you're shipping out thousands upon thousands of orders a day, sometimes 10,000 plus orders if it's in our peak season. How the hell are you shipping out that many orders? Like, are you doing it yourself? Is your mom and dad helping you? Or do you have roommates helping you? Like, how are you shipping out all these units? And so like, if I'm starting, then how do I even get into fulfilling these products? Like, where do I do? Where do I start? I have absolutely no idea. And so you're in luck. If you're either A, wanting to understand, hey, how the hell do I do this? Or B, you just want to hear the good story. You want to hear how we did it and you know what it was like kind of growing to this point of shipping out 10,000 plus orders a day without any problem, knock on wood, you know, in our peak season. So let's start back at square one. You don't know where to, you don't know what you do. So you got a new product and we got this, when we had our slim, we're like, what the heck? We have no idea how are we going to fulfill these. And so I basically looked up, you know, there's, there's different options. You can do it yourself. You can maybe hire someone to do it, but still do it kind of from your office or your warehouse or whatever that might be. Or there's this thing called a third party fulfillment center, 3PL, third party logistics. And basically you would send product to them and they are connected to your online store. When someone orders, boom, now they also get that order. They print out the shipping label. They put the product in the package and they ship it out. Sounds really simple, right? Well, they also charge more and they charge for that entire process plus some more. But when we're first starting, we wanted to, we actually had a good mentor that was like, Hey, you know, if you're ordering from China or anywhere overseas, and you've never done it before. There's a trust factor. Like, how's the quality? Because quality of the product is super, super important. And he's like, so you might want to ship out the first, let's say, two, three, four thousand yourself 
to understand the process, to understand how it works, to understand, you know, is the quality of the products good out of a thousand? Is there two bad ones, three bad ones? What's the, what's the quality control like? So that's what we did. We're like, I'm going to run the online and Mitch out of his state farm office is going to ship out every single individual order that we get online. And so at first that's what we were doing. We're like ship all 2000 units to state farm in Olney, Illinois. And it was fantastic for me because I didn't have to do any of that. I just had to sell it. And at first, you know, we were selling maybe 10, 20 units a day, maybe 20 orders. And it wasn't too bad. He'd go to work early. He would ship them out, you know, basically just print off labels in his office as printer, uh, tape the box and ship, go to the post office. Here's 20 boxes. Can you ship them out at the very end of the day? And it worked really well until I got better at marketing. When I got better at marketing, now we got a hundred orders a day. And so now he's got to get up at like 5 a.m. to go there because a hundred orders takes a while. And then we have 200 orders a day. And because for me to scale out the marketing, it was no more than a couple more videos or maybe just adding a couple more zeros to that budget every day. Like it really it literally was a couple of clicks. And when, once I figured it out, we I could scale that bad boy up. No problem. And so then he got to a certain point where he's like, oh my God, like I can't do this. And we have some great pictures of boxes just like stacked at a state farm office. And so when you can't do it, when you outgrow it, that is when we have to look at other options. And so I go to, I go to Google or YouTube, like anything else that I've learned in this entire business. Hey, how, for online companies, how the heck do I ship out? Like who can ship out my product? What's the most effective way to do it? And when you do that, you're going to get 12 bajillion different shipping companies, fulfillment companies, logistic companies that are all have ship in the name, ship this, ship that, ship that, ship daddy, ship whatever, right? And they're all going to have it. And they're all going to say that we're great with e-commerce and we can do this and that. And honest to God, they're all pretty much the same. Like they really are. Um, and so the only difference there is that now you ship all your product there. So we basically found a mom pop in Alabama through honestly a reference actually that knew how to do it. And so we connected with them. And so now all the product went to them when we got orders, they would ship it out and it was fantastic and it worked really, really well. But what we quickly found out is as I clicked more buttons and scaled up, it got harder and harder and harder. And now we started just overflowing them because really it was a very small operation. Like, like I said, mom and pop, probably like five, six people, the whole operation doing some several companies. And, you know, we started doing thousand, two thousand, three thousand orders a day on them. And it was like, oh my God. Cause when we first got to them, it was like still two, 250 orders. That's a 10 X jump. So that's a big freaking jump and no one was ready for it. We weren't ready for it. They weren't ready for it. And so, you know, if you can't get your products out in two to three days, that's a big problem. And customers get pissed because customer retention starts the second they hit that purchase button. Okay. Now it's on you to deliver, to make sure they get the product in a timely manner, to make sure customer service is spot on and that they know where that product is and they know when it's coming, when it gets to their doorstep, because that is so crucial. And so when we started out growing them and they couldn't handle that, well, now we have to look at other options. Oh my God. Like, but larger, like who is a big 3PL? 
or a big fulfillment company. And so then that's when we come across, you know, a larger company that's got more software, more automation, that's used to handling much larger scale companies. And we're like, hey, we got to make the move. And so, you know, there's some pros. The pros is that when we have 10,000 orders in a day, honest to God, no problem at all. They can get those out in probably two to three days, literally no problem. But now you start to add other costs. And that's the difference between, let's say, mid shipping out of his office or us with this giant 3PL is that now they charge us for storage, an arm and a leg. They charge us to just receive the product from overseas. They charge us for every single unit that's going out the door, plus then some. They charge us fuel surcharges, which is what the carriers are charging them, and then they're just passing it on to us. And so there is a lot, lot more cost when you go into that. And so when you were maybe figuring up your numbers, you know, going into it, well, now as you scaled up, what seemed really cheap at first, not so cheap anymore, not so cheap. And so, you know, you have to weigh that with the fulfillment. It's, it's almost like how do we started with them maybe at the very beginning and known that cost probably would have saved us, you know, a couple of months of headache trying to figure out how much it was actually going to cost us. And know how much we were losing because of it but once you figure that out it's not that bad and you can you can work with it because it's not outrageous it just definitely eats into you more and so that's essentially where we're at now so we started with mitch and we went to a smaller or a more mom and pop what i like to call it more niche boutique kind of fulfillment center we ended up outgrowing them within a couple months honestly it wasn't very long went to a much larger company that we knew of large companies that they worked for. And so one thing I would tell you is, you know, if you are someone that's watching this for yourself or for a business, is that when you are looking at these fulfillment companies, do your due diligence at all costs. Like find out every detail, find out other people that use them, ask for references, literally do as much work up front to figure out all the horror stories everything that could go wrong that has gone wrong, everything that's gone right and figure it out because the more due diligence you do up front, the less headache and the less unexpected that's going to just slap you in the face and be like, Oh, you are not what we thought you were because we have absolutely went through that and it's not fun. It's not fun at all because they're going to try to lock you into some sort of contract as well with these larger places. And you don't want to be at a spot where you have a 12 month contract and you want to leave tomorrow. And so doing the work up front, figuring everything out that you can figure out, you can't figure it all out, doing that is crucial and it will save you in the long run. And so, you know, we've since moved from one to another large 3PL, but it has been much better and it is getting better. And, you know, you just learn and you learn as you scale, as you grow. Literally, we would have never, ever known what we all know now with fulfillment when we were just shipping out of Mitch's office. But that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. That's the beauty of any startup is that we started shipping out of an insurance office. And so you learn the bare basics. We know what it is. And then when it's time to learn more, you take the plunge, you learn more. And when it's time to get even bigger, we learn more. And so it's just like that with anything else in business or even in life, realistically, but 
you know, it's been a crazy journey, but fulfillment wise, like that is just our story. And that's what you'll see from a lot of people. Some people take the route of, Hey, let's just keep doing it ourselves. And so maybe from Mitch's office, we would have bought a warehouse and been like, Hey, we're going to hire one person to start doing this for us every day. And then as we grew, Oh, we need to hire three people to start doing this every day. And then we would do it that way. And then maybe we need more warehouse space. And now we scale and you get more warehouse space. And so there's two different ways to do it. That way you actually probably save quite a bit of money, even by hiring those people on full time. Um, you definitely save money. We have ran the numbers, but you also probably add a little more headache with overhead. You probably add, it's harder to scale because you have to find the people. Whereas 3PL, if I go from zero orders to 50,000 orders in a day, they can handle that. They can scale with me a little easier than I can probably do it myself. So there is give and take to either A, continuing it to, to continuing to grow ourself and just build out our own in-house fulfillment team and you know buy our warehouse and own our warehouse versus outsourcing it to someone else. So there's two options. You can either do it that way or do it the the outsourcing way. It really you know companies make both work. And you know in my experiences have we ran the numbers on both? Have we thought about doing it ourselves? Absolutely. And we've looked at it, but it is a big undertaking and especially at our size, it's a lot to take on. So it takes a lot of careful planning and strategic, you know, just looking at it strategically from a timeline standpoint, because you don't want to screw it up. I can't all of a sudden screw up, you know, and have a backup of two weeks because a backup of two weeks in June, who knows how many orders that could be? That could be 50,000 orders. That's a lot of orders. It's a lot of pissed off people too. And so, you know, it's like I said, not that exciting. It's kind of a behind the scenes thing of business that people don't often hear about, but I think it's kind of fascinating to understand the fulfillment world to Mitch would understand it way, way better than I do. I only understand it from a very high level point of view because I don't deal with it that much. I don't get in the weeds with it, but maybe, you know, if this is interesting, if people to DM and say, Hey, that was really, really cool. Um, or comment and say that, then maybe we'll have Mitch on and he can talk a little more in depth. Maybe I'll do a little interview of him about the fulfillment. Who knows? But that is all I have for you today. So you know the drill. Just share the show. Absolutely. And that's all I'm going to ask of you. Just share the show. You don't even have to go buy anything from Frostbuddy. Literally, just tell someone. If, if someone needs this, if someone if you think it's cool, if you think it's so stupid that you're like, hey, listen to this guy. He's an idiot, but he's still talking to himself. Whatever you want, I don't care. Just share the show, uh, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's the podcast link or checking out TikTok. I don't care where it's at, but I just much, much appreciate all the listeners. And I appreciate you still listening and being here because, you know, like I said, we're getting into it. And that's all I got for you today. So this is Brock signing off and I'm going to bed. So we'll see you next time.